0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Talks with Joe. This is Joanne, and thank you so much for tuning in. So, if you guys don't know, my birthday is coming up next week. I am turning 27 on the 26th. So, I kind of wanted to do one of those um, 27 lessons um, in 27 years episodes. So but kind of also reflecting on um my year my 26th year. So I was really excited to turn 26 last January. I was so happy because it was my golden birthday and I've been waiting for my golden birthday pretty much my whole life. I was like imagining this like grand celebration and I not gonna lie I really did have a really good celebration like um me and my friend Lachelle. Shout out to Lachelle if you're listening to this. We went to Vancouver, Canada and it was freaking awesome. It was so amazing. But this was before like, you know, all the craziness hit. So I was expecting to have like the best year ever where I would like travel once per month, um, at least once per month, um, whether it was out of the country, out of the state or somewhere nearby. I was super excited to do that. But of course, circumstances are out of my control and I wasn't able to do any of that for my golden year. But it was also a transformative year. It was a huge year of growth and I feel like every year is like that for me. But yeah, I can't say that um, I'm not ungrateful for anything that, um, that my year was. I am so grateful for everything that it, that I did have and um, that was right in front of me. So yeah, um, just a little bit of reflection there before I get into my 27 lessons. But wow, 27. That is so crazy. I am officially in my late 20s. I cannot say I am in my mid-20s anymore. But, you know... I am so happy nonetheless. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a birthday brat every time I talk about my birthday. Or, I don't know, some kind of brat <laughs> when I want to celebrate my birthday in a grand way. But I learned to embrace that part of myself because I love celebrating life. I love cel- celebrating my friend's life. So, And, you know, me us, learning about self-love, you got to celebrate yourself. Okay, so let's get into my 27 lessons. Number one, I actually saw this um, on Twitter. It was someone's tweet, but I resonated resonated with it really well. So it said, don't ever believe that miracles can't happen to you. And I don't know, that just really hit me, especially like growing up, my young self, like back in high school, seeing everyone get into their relationships and me thinking that it cannot happen to me. And seeing everyone do these like, amazing things with their lives and me believing myself that I can that cannot happen to me. Those miracles, those great things cannot happen to me. And that is totally not true because all these miracles all these things that you're seeing um, right in front of you that's happening to other people they can happen to you and they will as long as you um, eliminate those limiting beliefs you have and as soon as you see that you know these good things can happen and that these good things will happen to you it's you're getting yourself out of that dark hole and eliminating those limited beliefs like I said and it's just so much grander when you just like trust and I also was reading back on like a tumblr post I wrote in high school saying like oh those things um only happen to other people it does not happen to me when it was literally happening to me it was literally a blessing right in front of me. And here I am saying that, oh, these things don't happen to me. Like what? So yeah, don't ever believe that miracles can't happen to you because they will and they can't. Number two, trust in the process. So obviously this is just kind of like, I know it's kind of a cliche thing to say but yeah trust in the process trust in your own journey because like wherever you are now will take you where to your future self is meant to be and even though if where you are now is not exactly perfect you're kind of stuck in that in between I would say like um you know you're kind of getting out of something you don't like but not yet into that thing that you do like And you're just kind of in between so but trust in that process trust in that everything happens for you not to you um there's the bigger picture there you know um these the bigger picture it's so amazing and so much better than what you expect in the long run so Trust in the process. Amazing things just don't happen overnight. Number three, love yourself the way you want to be loved. And that includes your um, loving relationship with your past self, your present self, and your future self. So I know I talk a lot about it on this podcast about loving all parts of yourself. And that is true. It's the mindfulness practice because every time I think about my past self, she was always so harsh and so judgmental on herself. And she could have just been gentle and kind and that would have shifted everything. And the same goes for now. Um, You know, instead of sending judgment to whatever mistake you made or whatever you did wrong... Send kindness and compassion. And isn't that the way you want to be loved by others? And isn't that the way you love others? So if so, that is the same thing that you can do for yourself. And always just improving that relationship with yourself because you got yourself for life. You cannot get away from yourself. And or I wouldn't encourage you to because the you that you are now has has so much potential and so much to look forward to and so much unexpected surprises that you don't even know about yet and they could be bad but for the most part they will be good maybe i'm just like an optimist but it's true number 4 improve your relationship with your body. Oh my god. (laughs) This is something, this was a major lesson I learned towards the end of 2020 and I'm still in the process of learning that lesson now but it's been so eye-opening and so crazy. So I'm gonna tell you guys like a mini story and I, was, I had a major spiritual download, and I was low-key, under-the-influence. Okay, maybe high-key, but it was so transformative. It was crazy, and then it was pretty much like um, me. It was mainly targeted towards me and my relationship to my body and how I should speak to it, how should I treat it, So what I was told by a higher source is that my body is going to get me through this lifetime and that I have to take care of it and I have to love it. And I know that is a completely simple download to get and a simple statement, but to me in that moment, it was so powerful because I think about all those times that I was unkind to my body, how let's say i would eat so much and then feel like shit afterwards or um there are times when i would want to exercise but i just want to lay in bed instead simple things like that but after that that day i was like okay i really need to take care of my body my body is going to get me through so much in um in the future and it already got me through so much um in the past and it's here now. It's keeping me alive. My body is amazing. My body, um, for everything it has done for me so far. So really improving my relationship with my body. And I really want to do like an entire episode on intuitive eating and, um, pretty much being kind to your body. Cause right now, oh my gosh. So I know like we all have like maybe at one point or another, maybe more so, um, for some people than others, but how we're so shameful towards our bodies. Like, um, maybe we're like saying to ourselves, oh, we're too short or our nose is too big and, and stuff like that. But I've learned to be a lot more kind after that day. Let's say I just had a really bad meal or my body isn't feeling good for some reason. Like, instead of saying, like, why are you this way? I say, I'm listening. How can I support you? And that just goes back to loving yourself, that relationship with yourself. Your body is you. So, yeah. And I don't really want to get into intuitive eating, but it's pretty much like... um Taking in what feels good to you and really understanding what your body likes and what your body wants. So, and then observing how you feel after you eat. But more on that on another episode because that is just an entire thing and it's what I'm starting right now. So maybe as I learn more, I'll have more to add, but pretty much improve your relationship with your body. Your body is going to, has gone you through so much in your life and will get you through so much more. So relationship with your body is important. Number five, speak kindly to yourself. That kind of goes along with number three and four, but yes, speak kindly to yourself. Um, Tell yourself some affirmations. Affirmations are so powerful. And what I learned from um, someone who does Reiki as well, She was giving me an example of, um, I forgot, but some kind of water and ice. Um, uh, this guy kind of like observed, did an experiment with water and all he did all day to one glass of water was say, Oh, like just saying, thank you. How wonderful the water is. Um, That he loves the water. Just very kind things to this one glass of water. And then on this other glass of water, just talk shit to it. Like was terrible towards it. And um, in a few days, he realized that the cup of water that he was speaking kindly to kept kept itself clear. Kept itself fresh. Versus the other one wasn't. And the thing about the human body, we're made of water. So imagine all that kind the stuff that you say if you speak kindly to yourself and like imagine how much more we can glow because we're able to um speak kindly to ourselves say thank you to ourselves tell ourselves that we love ourselves like in the mirror or something it makes a huge difference number six you can't make everyone happy, but you can make you happy. This is something, um, I learned during one of my mental breakdowns because I realized that I cannot satisfy my family and I cannot meet their expectations no matter what I do. And, I realized I can't not make them happy with what they want me to do because I know I'm going to be losing so much of myself if I continue to do that. So I realized that if I like stepped into something with confidence, doing what makes me happy in turn, like your family will love you unconditionally, no matter what they will support you, even if it doesn't seem like they will. Um, But like I said, you cannot make everyone happy. But you gotta make you happy and they will follow through. Number seven, let other people love you. Oh my gosh, I think I learned this like earlier this year actually. Um, I remember getting into some kind of disagreement. And for me, like I realized this is something I did realize about myself and something that I need to work on but I don't really take criticism of my character really well and I kind of see it as an, at- an attack but when someone told me like what I was doing wrong and stuff and how I made them feel at that moment I'm just like so grateful because that's when I felt that shift kind of out of my old self into my new self like I want my friends to communicate to me when something is wrong or when I'm doing something wrong or yeah, I want those type of friendships. I want people to be honest with me and that is them expressing their love and their care. Um, so yeah. And another thing about letting other people love you is that you cannot shut everyone out all the time. You cannot have your walls built up. Like if someone wants to help you, and you need it, let them help you. Um, I know this whole thing about like being by yourself and being alone. Like, um, you don't have to be. You don't have to be. Um, let people who want to support you support you if that is something that you know you need. Number eight escaping to a new country, city, or location will not eliminate your problems. And wow, if you guys knew me, I always escape to some kind of like new country, city, or some type of travel whenever something goes wrong. And I know now that it really doesn't solve my problems. Two years ago, um, me and my friends went to Chicago and that was maybe, that was only two weeks after my breakup and honestly, I had so much fun on that trip and um, I was so happy and I'm really glad I went but there were nights, I mean every night, where I was surrounded by people but I was still grieving, I was still so sad, I came to where i was to have fun but i knew that problem i had was still there and it's something that i cannot escape to truly solve these internal problems is to not escape but to sit with it i mean of course travel always makes things better but to really get deep and to resolve whatever is you're going through is to sit with it not try to escape from it in any way number nine the less favorable moments must coexist with the good moments it's inevitable so uh last year Um, When I did my monthly tarot drawings um, to see what to predict for the year of 2020, for March specifically, I drew the lovers. And I was like, to me, the lovers, oh my gosh, I'm going to meet my soulmate in March. This is going to happen. But of course, I learned that the lovers don't always mean that some Prince Charming is going to come. So for me. Me, the way I see it now after learning my lessons in, during the month of March in 2020 is that the lovers mean harmony. I saw it as two parts of myself coming together and coexisting within me and that includes the shadow parts and that also includes the light part. Both must coexist and I realized that's the same thing going through life like the bad moments has to coexist with the good moments there's no such thing as um only one only the good moments <laughs> like it both is part of the human experience and it's just part of life and accepting that that number 10 don't take things personally. <sighs> we all know or at least I learned that the ego loves to take things personally. That that is how the ego feels important. Um but when you don't take things personally and not everything is an attack on your character, then you know, you There's no weights on your shoulders. There's no worry there. Because when you don't take things personally, like let's say your parents are having a bad day and they're taking it out on you. If you don't take it personally, you realize that is something that they have to manage on their own, that they have to heal, then it's not on you. Those emotions are not yours. That anger is not yours so yeah don't take things personally number 11 and this is a quote that i see everywhere and that i love it's an affirmation that has gone me through so much but it is just because things could have been different doesn't mean it could have been better and that in itself has allowed me to let go of so much of my past especially my last relationship Because, yeah, it's right. Like, just because it could have been different doesn't mean it could have been better. And I think whatever happened was meant to happen. And I kind of see the bigger picture from that now because of where I am now. Number 12, life's too short to not do what you love. And, yeah, if you guys listened to my last episode with Ben... I've had a lot of epiphany moments where I realized that I need to live out my dharma and my life's purpose. And life's too short not to do what you love. And, you know, whatever gets you excited in the morning to wake up, whatever, like, you know, you love, do that thing. Number 13, practice Gratitude. Oh my gosh. Gratitude is like the most simplest thing you could do to like change your life. Just like a simple three things that you're grateful for, um, writing it down every night or day that just changes everything because, um, this it could like even if there are days when you don't know what to be grateful for like if you have a bed that's something to be grateful for if you had something to eat today that is something to be grateful for and gratitude is so powerful just saying thank you thank you to the universe thank you to the higher source thank you for allowing me to be here be present Um, having a roof over my head, it's just, you know, it kind of eliminates all those other things that um, may feel so heavy on you and making it feel like, you know, you have everything you need. Number 14, there's magic in the mystery and the unknown. (laughs) when i first started getting into spirituality i would go to so many psychic readings because i was obsessed with knowing my future but even after going to all those sessions the future is still unknown like they could tell me that my freaking um future husband is gonna come in the month of april but that doesn't necessarily mean that will be true because there's so many paths we can take whatever we decide to do now um it can completely shift that course um and leading us to the highest potential like whatever we do now like there's many different um future versions of herself. uh, um, I'm speaking in quantum language here. There's so many. And there is, could be a version of you where you meet someone in April, but there's also another version of you that could be meeting someone in May. So yeah, (laughs) there's magic in that mystery. And um, I realized that I don't want to know everything. That will ruin the surprise for me. Like I want to be surprised. I want to like see how things unfold for itself so like um i kind of just released everything like oh release that obsession with knowing the future and just trusting in the unknown and being in the now which leads me to my number 15 embrace the now um yeah the now is so powerful because I was watching a documentary on Netflix about the mind and how whenever the mind thinks too much of the past or thinks too much of the future, it triggers the same part of the brain and that's the part of the brain that causes anxiety. Um, So when you're embracing the now, when you're fully present and where you are right now, you know, there's not much, um, it triggers another part of the brain and it gives you more peace. You're more at peace, especially like during meditation. And when I was like reading one of my books, they say that praying is talking to God, but meditating is listening. So when I meditate, um, I really take that time to listen. And see if the universe has any messages for me on like my, on what I should do next or whatever, but still being very present in the moment and just quieting all those crazy thoughts going into my head every single day. Number 16. Own your experience, but not the pain. Don't let the pain that you experience become your identity. Don't let the pain become you. That is actually a quote from Jessica Lignato. She is another amazing podcast host. She hosts a Ghost of a Podcast, um, an astrology podcast every week and I really do enjoy listening to her because she is very, um, compared to other like astrologers or light workers or whatever you guys call it, she's very real and honest and very grounded. She's not all about that love and light bullshit. Um, She really is all about being very action oriented and being realistic because she is a Capricorn. But what she said about owning your experience but not the pain. true because your experience gives you the lesson and the pain also gives you the lesson but the pain doesn't need to stay your experience cannot change but your pain can your pain can go away number 17 sometimes the worst thing that could happen is the best thing that could ever happen and perfect example my breakup at the time you know it felt like the end of the world it felt like the worst possible thing that could ever happen but now i see that it was probably the best thing that could ever happen to me like i am so grateful for that separation (laughs) and even if it's not something like a breakup maybe it's something worse but you know Those traumatic experiences is also what catalyzes our growth and helps us shift into a direction we may not have thought of going in the first place if that thing had not happened. Number 18, healing is not linear. I've said this so many times because it's really not. There are times when I thought I'm over something Um, completely over something but then one night it just comes up again and then there I am crying my eyes out but I realized that maybe there's some part of that experience that requires my attention and maybe there's something that I still need to learn from it. Number 19, my parents are human. They're not meant to be perfect. Growing up, you know, your parents are like your superheroes. Your superheroes and they're meant to save you from all your po- problems, but as we grow older, I realized that we learn to humanize our parents, you know, like they're getting older too and maybe sometimes they just want your love and affection. That's what I've learned and you know, to be patient with them as well. Because I know in the past, like, I haven't been the best or most patient daughter out there. Number 20, mindfulness is a daily practice. So, yeah, when I first started my healing journey and, you know, with all those sessions I've had, I felt like, oh, like someone can just resolve all my problems and all my problems will go away overnight but it's the way we view those problems and it's how we walk out of that practice. Like, are we able to uphold, like let's say for example, like a Reiki practice, what, um, getting your energies unblocked, are you able to uphold that every day? It's a daily practice. Number 21, social media does not have to consume you. And this is a huge lesson because boundaries with social media is so important, because um, when I was watching The Social Dilemma, you cannot satisfy freaking, let's say you have a thousand followers, you cannot satisfy all 1,000 of your followers, it could be more, but like, we're not built for that, we're not built for other people's approval, we're just, then the best thing we could do is post what we do like, post what we enjoy, follow accounts that bring us joy, and I know with, like, social media, that's how news spread, and there could be, like, a lot of false information out there. So really setting your boundaries with social media and not letting it consume you and taking breaks when you need to. And I found that it has done wonders on my mental health, not worrying about like who views my story or how many likes I get on photos or if my number of, um, if the number of people I'm following, the count is way more than my number of followers, like that stuff I kind of just let go of because at the end of the day, I don't know, it just doesn't really serve me <laughs> at all. Number twenty two. Stop playing the victim. Uh yeah. <laughs> I guess like when I was younger I never realized that you know me playing the victim is always always me saying like oh nothing ever goes right for me like why does this always happen to me oh like this is just like um it's like you know taking things personally basically and. And that was one of the lessons, you know, don't take things personally and stop playing the victim because you don't want to be the victim in your own story. Like in your story, you're the protagonist, like amazing things happen to you and um, and it doesn't happen in the place when you're victimizing yourself. Number 23, let go of what no longer serves you or is no longer in alignment with you uh as we are growing we have to go through some loss and if we stay something stay in something way past um the expiration date then it'll be so hard for us to grow because like as soon as we uh, like let's say close the most simple example Close that no longer fits us but we keep it for the sake of memories or whatever and but it no longer serves us and is in no longer in alignment with us but as soon as we let that piece of clothing go like new pieces of clothing can come through and fit in your closet um same thing with like situations in life whether it's like a job or a friendship or a relationship you let those things go and if they no longer serve you then you're allowing the universe to um you're allowing yourself to call in um what is a vibrational match for you moving forward number 24 if you can't go outside go within and yes 2020 we weren't allowed to go outside but what one thing we can do is go within meditate and listen to what um, the universe has to tell you. 25. Embrace your own uniqueness. And this is something that I've known that I've struggled with. Um, I know, like, especially on the app, the pattern, I know I'm supposed to just take it with a grain of salt, but everything that they say is like to a T. And really embracing my own uniqueness. Like, I guess... Growing up, I've always wanted to just fit in and I hated how like, um, I didn't have like a set thing like everybody else where they were so sure of themselves. I was just so all over the place. (laughs) Maybe it's my Gemini rising, who knows, but I'm embracing all those parts of me now because I know it's what, it's what makes me, me. And that is awesome. Number 26, rituals are important for your mental health and yeah I hate talking about 2020 but I've learned so many lessons that year (laughs) but yes rituals are important for your mental health and you know when we were in quarantine there were we didn't have our daily routines we didn't have that you know waking up driving to work Um, going to the gym, like we didn't have that. So we pretty much had to like come up with new rituals for ourselves or at least that's what I did. Like um, me, I'm still at home right now. I'm at home most of the time. Like I work from home. I do everything from home. And but the difference now compared to last March is that I actually have a routine now. Okay, I get up. um, Yes, I work. But during my lunch break, I decide to do a 45-minute workout. Then after work, I make myself some dinner and then watch Jeopardy and then um, get ready for bed. I know it's very simple, and um, but rituals and having that thing where you're just not sitting on your phone, not knowing what to do with your life is very important. And rituals could look like anything for you. Like... Um, like the example I just gave and before bed every night I drink a glass of tea because that is something that I can look forward to every day and it calms me and it helps me and I know when it comes with like um when, when having anxiety having something that's familiar to you is something that's very comforting so yes rituals and that could look like anything to you like maybe you like doing rituals under the full moon the new moon i'm all about that so yeah <laughs> and finally number 27 you are still young you have time you are wonderful you are beautiful you are exactly where you are meant to be and i i I like, I wrote this to myself because 27 in the bigger picture, like, you know, my 21 year old self would say 27 is so old, but in the grand scheme of things, 27 is so young. 27 is still so wonderful. And it's another year of life, and that is something amazing to celebrate. And. I am young, I am still young. (laughs) I am not old by any means, honestly I still feel like a kid. Like my parents had me at like 24 and then me at almost turning 27 thinking that I'm about to have a 3 year old is a crazy thought if I decided to have a kid at the same age as my parents did. But that's the thing, that we're still young because we're all still learning, like even if I'm like freaking 34. 54, um, 67, I want to still feel young because I'm still learning lessons and I don't want to say I'm getting older, but rather I'm getting wiser. I am exactly where I'm meant to be and I'm excited for everything that's going to unfold. I have time to accomplish everything i want to accomplish in this life and i am completely in no rush um one of my favorite artists her name is ravina and she has a song called sweet time and i love that song so much because it kind of encompasses everything that i'm trying to get at for this lesson in particular So if anyone is trying to convince you that you're only getting older and that you don't have much time, then I would say listen to yourself what feels right to you and remind yourself that you are exactly where you are meant to be. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I think this is the longest solo episode I've ever done and... That within itself is a celebration because I don't know if anyone has ever tried recording themselves and, um, and then talking to themselves It's actually very, very hard, (laughs) but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you did, please leave a five-star review on Apple podcasts. Um, yeah, they help people find me and, uh, help people find my content. And if you're interested in a Reiki session, as always, feel free to reach out to me. I am happy to help heal in any way I can. Thank you so much. And I'll catch you guys next week for my birthday episode.